Hola, and welcome to Spanish Answers, a podcast that gives you unas llavitas claves as you unlock your Spanish language adventure. I'm your host, Sarah, with Language Answers, and today in episode 73, we'll be talking about tan and tanto. I mean, have you ever wondered what the difference is between these two words? Well, look no further, because today's episode will finally give you answers. And then, for our cultural tip, we'll begin looking at Ecuador. So, let's begin. So, what are they? At the most basic, tan is an adverb, un adverbio, and can mean so, such, or as. As in, es tan alto como Juan. He is as tall as Juan. Es tan alto como Juan. He is as tall as Juan. Esa flor es tan bonita como una joya. That flower is as pretty as a jewel. Esa flor es tan bonita como una joya. That flower is as pretty as a jewel. Estaba tan confundida que ni siquiera podía recordar su nombre. She was so confused that she couldn't even remember her name. Estaba tan confundida que ni siquiera podía recordar su nombre. She was so confused that she couldn't even remember her name. Estaban tan tristes que decidieron irse a casa. They were so sad that they decided to go home. Estaban tan tristes que decidieron irse a casa. They were so sad that they decided to go home. Él es tan torpe. He is such a klutz. Él es tan torpe. He is such a klutz. Now, on the other hand, tanto is an adjective, un adjetivo, and can mean so much, so many, so long, or as much as, as in, nunca he comido tanto. I have never eaten so much. Nunca he comido tanto. I have never eaten so much. Durmió tanto que estaba empezando a preocuparme. He slept so long that I was beginning to get worried. Durmió tanto que estaba empezando a preocuparme. He slept so long that I was beginning to get worried. Tiene tantos perros en su casa que parece un refugio de animales. He has so many dogs in his house that it looks like an animal shelter. Tiene tantos perros en su casa que parece un refugio de animales. He has so many dogs in his house that it looks like an animal shelter. Tengo tanta esperanza como tú. I have as much hope as you do. Tengo tanta esperanza como tú. I have as much hope as you do. Tienen tantas flores como Amy. They have as many flowers as Amy does. Tienen tantas flores como Amy. They have as many flowers as Amy does. Now, because tan is an adverb, it doesn't change based on the words around it. It is always just tan. But tanto must match the plurality and gender of the noun it modifies, so it can be tanto, tanta, tontos, tantos, and tantas. That being said, tanto at times doesn't actually change its form, but we'll get to that in a second. Another way to remember the differences is that tan in general, talks about the quality or characteristics of something, whereas tanto quantifies it. And a trick to remember this is that tanto has an A-N-T, ant, just like in quantify and not in quality. I have tanto ants that are tan small. 
I have tanto ants that are tan small. It's a little ridiculous, but hey, if it helps you, who cares? Now, how do you use these? There are three main ways that you use both tan and tanto. The first is to make a comparison between two similar things. The second is to reach a conclusion on something's qualities, whether as a statement or to intensify it. And the third is to ask questions. So let's look at the first one, comparing two similar things. When you are comparing two similar things, the sentence structure looks like this. Tan or tanto plus the thing plus como. So for tan, it'll be tan plus your adjective or your adverb plus como. And it would be like saying as fast as or as smart as, etc. Some example sentences are Él es tan rápido como yo. He is as fast as me. Él es tan rápido como yo. He is as fast as me. Ella es tan buena como Anita. She is as good as Anita. Ella es tan buena como Anita. She is as good as Anita. Tienes tan poca experiencia como mi sobrino. You have as little experience as my nephew. Tienes tan poca experiencia como mi sobrino. You have as little experience as my nephew. And for tanto, it'll be tanto plus noun plus como, which is like saying as many dogs as or as much hope as. So here are some example sentences. Laura tiene tantos gatos como Robert. Laura has as many cats as Robert. Laura tiene tantos gatos como Robert. Laura has as many cats as Robert. Tienes tanta experiencia como mi prima. You have as much experience as my cousin. Tienes tanta experiencia como mi prima. You have as much experience as my cousin. Pedro come tanta comida como Julio. Pedro eats as much food as Julio. Pedro come tanta comida como Julio. Pedro eats as much food as Julio. Or you could have verb plus tanto plus como, which is like saying they hate opera as much as, or you can't eat as much as. But pay attention. When used this way, tanto does not change. It is always tanto. So some example sentences would be nadie corre tanto como Mateo. Nobody runs as much as Mateo. Nadie corre tanto como Mateo. Nobody runs as much as Mateo. Ella ama el español tanto como yo. She loves Spanish as much as I do. Ella ama el español tanto como yo. She loves Spanish as much as I do. Ellos dibujan tanto como tú. They draw as much as you do. Ellos dibujan tanto como tú. Now, let's look at the second way to use tan and tanto, which is to make statements. So if you want to make statements about something that either are conclusions or maybe a bit dramatic, you know, to intensify the statement like, I have so much money, I don't know what to do with it. Not a true fact, but hey. You can also use tan or tanto. Now, the general structure for this type of sentence is tan or tanto plus the thing plus que, and then the conclusion or statement. So for tan, you would use tan plus adjective or adverb plus que plus conclusion or statement. And it would be like saying, is so happy that we did X, or is so smart that he did Y. So some example sentences. Ella es tan inteligente que el resto de la clase parece tonto en comparación. She is so smart that the rest of the class seems dumb in comparison. 
Ella es tan inteligente que el resto de la clase parece tonto en comparación. She is so smart that the rest of the class seems dumb in comparison. Él es tan malo que odio jugar con él. He is so mean that I hate playing with him. Él es tan malo que odio jugar con él. He is so mean that I hate playing with him. Eran tan amables que todos en el vecindario los amaban. They were so kind that everyone in the neighborhood loved them. Eran tan amables que todos en el vecindario los amaban. They were so kind that everyone in the neighborhood loved them. And for tanto, you would use verb plus tanto plus que plus conclusion or statement. Or you could do tanto plus noun plus que plus conclusion or statement, such as slept so long that X happened or so much homework that Y. So some example sentences would be Tenían tanto frío que sus narices parecían azules. They were so cold that their noses looked blue. Now remember, in Spanish, you say I have cold or I have hunger, which is why you use tanto for these phrases instead of tan. In fact, according to Real Fast Spanish, the phrase in Spanish for I could eat a horse is podría comerme un elefante. I love it. So tenían tanto frío que sus narices parecían azules. They were so cold that their noses looked blue. Tiene tanto dinero que usa billetes de un dólar como pañuelos. He has so much money that he uses dollar bills as tissues. Tiene tanto dinero que usa billetes de un dólar como pañuelos. He has so much money that he uses dollar bills as tissues. Tiene tanta paciencia que sus alumnos la llaman Madre Teresa. She has so much patience that her students call her Mother Teresa. Tiene tanta paciencia que sus alumnos la llaman Madre Teresa. She has so much patience that her students call her Mother Teresa. Comimos tanto que tuvimos que rodar a casa. We ate so much that we had to roll home. Now, again, no, because tanto is referencing a verb here, it does not change form. Comimos tanto que tuvimos que rodar a casa. We ate so much that we had to roll home. Me reí tanto que me salió leche por la nariz. I laughed so hard that milk came out my nose. Me reí tanto que me salió leche por la nariz. I laughed so hard that milk came out my nose. And our last way to use tan and tanto is to ask questions. Now, I have not heard this way used a ton, but it is a way you can do it. You can use it. So if you want to ask questions about the characteristics or quantities of something, you can also use tan or tanto. The form it takes is que plus tan or tanto plus the thing question, right? So for tan, you would use the structure que plus tan plus adjective or adverb, rest of the sentence question mark. So some example sentences would be ¿Qué tan lento eres? How slow are you? A little rude, right? ¿Qué tan lento eres? How slow are you? ¿Sabes qué lejos está la catedral de la escuela? Do you know how far the cathedral is from the school? ¿Sabes qué lejos está la catedral de la escuela? Do you know how far the cathedral is from the school? ¿Qué tan difícil es aprender chino? How hard is it to learn Chinese? ¿Qué tan difícil es aprender chino? How hard is it to learn Chinese? Por tanto, you would use either que plus tanto plus the verb and the rest of your question, or que plus tanto plus the noun plus the verb plus the rest of the question. Note that with these structures, tanto does not change its form. 
So some example sentences would be, ¿Qué tanto compraste? How much did you buy? ¿Qué tanto compraste? How much did you buy? ¿Qué tanto comiste? How much did you eat? ¿Qué tanto comiste? How much did you eat? ¿Qué tanto libros tienes? How many books do you have? ¿Qué tanto libros tienes? How many books do you have? While that basically wraps up the uses for both tan and tanto, there are a few other cool uses you can have for tanto. For instance, you can use it to say that two people or things do the same thing, like both John and Max do Y, or running as much as exercising can be yada yada. The sentence structure tends to be tanto plus noun plus como plus noun. And when used in this way, tanto does not change form. So some example sentences would be Tanto a Jamie como a Laura les encanta el brócoli. Both Jamie and Laura love broccoli. And also note how the personal a is used here. Tanto a Jamie como a Laura les encanta el brócoli. Both Jamie and Laura love broccoli. Tanto Max como Ralph juegan el fútbol. Both Max and Ralph play soccer. Tanto Max como Ralph juegan el fútbol. Both Max and Ralph play soccer. Creo que el pensamiento crítico es tanto un deporte como correr. I think critical thinking is as much a sport as running. Creo que el pensamiento crítico es tanto un deporte como correr. I think critical thinking is as much a sport as running. Tanto can also be used for approximations, since it focuses on quantifying things, after all. When used this way, Tanto highlights the speaker's meaning that the suggested number is an estimate, not the actual number. In this usage, tanto does change form, although from what I've seen, it only changes gender. It is always plural. Some example sentences would be, Tiene veinte y tantos años. He is twenty-something. Tiene veinte y tantos años. He is twenty-something. Había unas cien y tantas personas en la película anoche. There were about a hundred people at the movie last night. Había unas cien y tantas personas en la película anoche. There were about a hundred people at the movie last night. Okay, so that's enough grammar for now. Obviously, that is not a conclusive list of how to use tan and tanto, but like I said, that's enough grammar for now. So let's go ahead to our cultural tip on Ecuador, our first one on the country. So some basic country facts. The official name is the República del Ecuador, or the Republic of Ecuador. And according to the World Factbook, Ecuador is just a bit smaller than the state of Nevada. The country is located in South America, and it is south of Colombia, north and west of Peru, and it touches the Pacific Ocean. Now, the government type is a little bit similar to Guatemala. It has a presidential republic. The current president is President Guillermo Lasso Mendoza as of May 2021. He is both head of government and the chief of state. Interestingly, both the president and the vice president are elected by popular vote for four-year terms, again, just like in Guatemala. The legislative branch consists of a unicameral National Assembly, or Asamblea Nacional, with a total of 137 seats with members serving four-year terms. Of these, 116 are directly elected via single-seat constituencies, and for the rest, let me quote the World Factbook. 
15 are, I quote, directly elected in a single nationwide constituency by proportional representation vote, and six directly elected in multi-seat constituencies for Ecuadorians living abroad by simple majority vote, unquote. So even Ecuadorians living abroad still have a powerful say in their government? It sounds a bit odd and complicated. Lastly, the judicial branch has two important courts. There's the National Court of Justice, Corte Nacional de Justicia, which has 21 judges, including a chief justice, who are elected by not Congress or the president, but instead by an independent body called the Judicial Council. This group has nine members who are law professionals, and they elect judges for only one term of nine years. There's also the Constitutional Court, or Corte de Constitucional, or Corte Constitucional, which has eight judges and the court president. They also are appointed by an independent body, again, made up of six law professionals, for four-year terms. The capital city of Ecuador is Quito, and its religion, at least as of 2020, is mainly Roman Catholic at 68.8%, followed by Evangelical Christian at 15.4%. The official language is Spanish, but there are other indigenous languages like Chechua, which can be used officially depending on the situation or area. And something I did not know until I researched this was that Ecuador's currency as of 2001 is the U.S. dollar, so USD. Who knew? Now, a really brief history on the country. Ecuador used to be a part of the Incan Empire until the Spanish came in the 16th century. Now, after that, Quito became a key position in the vice royalty of New Granada in 1717. The countries of this vice royalty, aka Venezuela, Quito, and Colombia, known then as New Granada, gained their independence from Spain in 1819. Then in 1822, they formed a new federation called Gran Colombia. Yet Quito left this and became the Republic of the Equator, or República de Ecuador, in 1830. Since then, the country has had numerous wars with neighbors, including Peru, and has lost land as a consequence. It has had 20 new constitutions since gaining independence, and clearly, politically, is not super stable. And that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening, and please don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources I used for this episode. If you would prefer to read an approximate transcription of today's episode, you can also visit the episode's blog. I would love to help you on your Spanish journey. So if you have any questions about today's episode or even just on Spanish culture or grammar, you can reach me at contact at languageanswers.com or visit my website for more information at www.languageanswers.com. I can also be contacted regarding my services for Spanish to English translation, English technical writing, editing, and content creation, or even language consultations and tutoring for you or your business. Remember, learning a language is a lifelong journey. So please, aprovechalo, disfrútalo, y compártelo. See you in two weeks. Hasta luego!